Hello listeners, welcome to Game Week 17 episode of the SPL Life for Deadline. It's been a long time. Um, I'm great and Sammy's here with me. Welcome, Sammy. Uh, thanks, bro. It's been a long time, man. Um, the World Cup was crazy and yeah, we are back to the FPL Game 17 podcast. It's good. Yeah, it's good to be back. Eh? Before we go forward, uh, I would just like to state that we, we've been trying to find solutions to to our audio um, problem with our audio because of the network issues. But I think we've stumbled on a pretty good solution, but probably from the next episode, we'll be able to use it and test it out for our natural podcast. And what we are doing today is... Um, I will try to be as quick as possible, but there's a lot to talk about. The World Cup was um World Cup was amazing, man. World Cup was amazing. Like I yeah, arguably the best ever. <laughs> At least the best I ever I ever witnessed. I watched Yeah. Sammy, how did you see the World Cup? I still have thought the World Cup was so strange. I mean in the middle of um the season december I, I had very low expectations certainly but i was i was blown away by what by what we watched um or especially that final now the final was was, was, was crazy i i enjoyed the world cup even though i have to say i'm a ronaldo fan but yeah um big ups messi he, he definitely and it was it was good it was good it was good yeah the world cup was amazing yeah messi messi was awesome Let's let's talk a bit about Premier League players. Some Premier League players um, had good tournaments, and I don't know how much we read into that, though. But it's just good to mention them. Uh, and I'll start with them. Um, probably the one I was most impressed uh, with uh, that's Julian Alvarez, Manchester City's backup striker. I've always I've always had high like. Um, how would I put it now? I've always rated him highly. Let me put it like that. I've rated him highly. And during the times for City when he has had to play, he had shown some glimpses. But in the World Cup, he took it to another level. Lautaro Martinez was misfiring. And I dare say that if not for Alvarez's um, intervention, it might have been a different story for Argentina. Yeah. How did you see um, Alvarez? Did you... Yeah, I mean, I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree with you. He was very instrumental, um, you know, triumph at the end. Um, yeah, and it's, it's going to be a real headache for Pep because yeah, I'm thinking like, how how does he fit into that Man City squad? How does Pep, like, how does he, how does Pep factor him into his thinking? Certainly, you are one of the best strikers, you know, the best strikers in Ellen Haaland and. How do you put in Alvarez? Do you change the formation? Do you change the style? Do you change the, I don't know, change the setup just to suit him? Um, I'm just thinking about it, you know, FPL-wise, like how, how does it come? How does Alvarez come into play but good World Cup? And um, yeah, it was it was, it was was good to see him. him I think um, um, Christian Romero also yeah, in Argentina defense, very, very, very instrumental, you know, people. For their victory yeah yeah and um, which other premier league player i i think okay let me just comment on what you said quickly i, I don't know about how pep plans to 
happening because if he stays this season, stays next season, and he's not getting game time, he might be tempted to this. It's really good. And I play a number of clubs with one team. I don't know. I feel that Pep might start playing him in the right, but I don't see Pep as someone that will change the system to accommodate one player. But I don't know. Let's let's hear. It. But which other players? Let's quickly just mention them. Other players from the Premier League were you impressed by um, your boy Harry Maguire did well. Any other one? Uh, I mean, uh, they, they said they said Harry Maguire did well. He did okay though. He did okay. He didn't cause any. If by did well, he didn't cause any mistake leading to goal. Then, <laughs> then yes. I mean, I didn't see any exceptional, you know, defending from Harry Maguire, but he didn't do. He, he didn't. He didn't cause any direct, you know, errors leading to goal. So. I mean, if that's where we are now in, in doing well, then I guess that that counts. But um, yeah, I think other players, other players. Bruno Fernandez, uh, I think. Bruno yeah, I'll mention. Yeah, I forgot about Bruno just because of the tasked ending. But Bruno Fernandez had it was it was instrumental to everything Portugal did. It was interesting to see the formation that um. Um, Bernardo Santos um, employed in this World Cup, you know, playing Bernardo Silva, Bruno in that sort of free role where you know they could roam about and it, it really helped possible chances, although they could not really get past Morocco. But it helped them and it helped Bruno Fernandes to have a very good World Cup. Also, Richarlison for Brazil did well in that, you know, central strike John, but now he's injured though. So, and I thought now I'm asking, I mean. I don't know. I don't know. Again, it's the same thing with the Alvarez situation. You have one of the best strikers in your team. Uh, it just doesn't matter what you do, I guess. But um, yeah, I think those guys really had a good World Cup. Marco Rashford. Marco Rashford is on form. As in the, the game playing the World Cup, I was impressed. I, I just couldn't wrap my head around why you know they could start him in some of the more important matches. But I, I felt he had that you know desire willingness to prove himself. Certainly in the match started and he played it it was very good and um yeah I, I i i i and the game back i think in the carabao cup it's got a very wonderful goal i think he's in a very good form yeah i agree with i agree with rashford, I agree with rashford. but um i think beyond that let's let's take a look at the next couple of games which are unlucky for us we have um it, 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 funny enough, they didn't call it a wild card, but it's like a wild card, functions as a wild card. And it's a good opportunity to to press the reset button, getting some players and yeah, target some teams based on fixtures that have over the next couple of weeks. Just make wholesale, some wholesale changes to your team and all that. And, so far, so far there are some interesting, interesting players coming up. Some interesting, um, yeah. And the double game week two is coming up. Um, there are, I think there are two double game weeks, one in nineteen and one in uh, game of twenty. One in nineteen is for Fulham and Chelsea. The one in twenty is for Man City. And Ben Ben Crelin says Arsenal might have a double game week in twenty one. So we don't really know about that yet. That one has not been confirmed. So let's let's start let's start with let's start with Man City let's start with Man City now um, Man City on the fixtures ticker they have um, um, okay Man City on the fixtures ticker they have the double in um, 
game week 20. Yeah, let me just stop with that. Okay, they, also they play Leeds. Yeah, yeah you missed one in game week 23. You missed one in game week 23. There's also a double game week for Man City in game week 23. So, wow. Man City have two two double game weeks, you know, you know, on the horizon or looming. So, I mean, for the moment right now, a lot of people are building their... You know they are certainly they are drawing Man City players. Certainly you you have to have three three Man City players, no question. But that game's very good. They also have two double game weeks coming up. So yeah, Man City is like top of the top of the um, <clears throat> top of the list for teams to target. But now the question just goes like, which Man City, which three Man City you want to have in your team right now? And there's a big question about De Bruyne, Salah, or should you risk it for folding? You know, given that maybe Cancelo and Haaland is already, you know, nailed positions. I don't know where do you stand on that right now. Yeah, I I actually had honestly I would have loved the Salah and Fodi, but I've weighed I've weighed the pros and the cons. I I, I is the kind of guy you get for a double game with him. I know he must study too much. I don't think I'm willing to do that. If you remember before the break, he went on a spell of like three Premier League matches without starting. Before he now started, I think Brighton started against the Prince for the day before the break. Now. But I don't, I don't know. I think I'll, I'll just stick to KDB because I, I feel he's more certain to start. I don't, I don't really want to take the risk. Honestly, something I would have loved to do before. Nah, I'm not. I'm not just seeing it. I'm not just seeing it in this situation. I want my three Manchester City assets ready, and um, Haaland, Cancelo, and Kevin De Bruyne. That's where I stand. Currently. Okay. Um, well, I, I, um, it, it depends on how you view Liverpool, though, and if. Of course, we're talking about Liverpool more in detail and what you think the break up, you know, and the World Cup impact on some of all these fringe teams that were not so good before the World Cup and how you think, you know, they would, they would kick on, you know, from now. But if anything is to go by the culture, didn't really, you know, show much difference in what we already know from the season starting and that's that Liverpool are still not that... You know, they're still struggling, they're still struggling. And Darwin Nunez, I mean, they can't rely on Darwin Nunez. I will think about Darwin Nunez because I, I like, he's hogging all the chances. I would like to say, okay, I'm, I'm going to go for Salah and I'll just go for Darwin Nunez. And yeah, that's that. But I mean, he's not putting away his chances. Would you still consider him? Uh, yeah, there's no way I'm going to without him. And I, I, I must I, if you follow the podcast, you know, I'm a friend of I, I think we we know his fault, we know his problem, we see very well, we see very But I like him as an actor. I like the fact that that kind of guy keeps his side. Even though he's not, I don't have to say You don't know what you get from Great, can you scope a bit, please? Your your audio is low. Oh, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, it's okay. better now. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I said um with Darwin Nunes. There's no way I go into this next uh, set of games without Darwin. Like I think it's a no-brainer for me particularly. I'm sure it starts because of the injuries to Jota and uh, Luis Diaz, and despite the fact that he doesn't always score, 
and that's um, because of he's very raw and not refined and everything. I like the, this kind of player. I think he's a good FPL asset. He wants to score. He wants to shoot. He's taking the shots, and even though you don't, you don't really know what you get from him honestly. But he's the kind of guy that on his day can score for from nothing. He's that kind of guy. I don't really see. I don't see myself not going without him. So I'm really willing to take the chance on. I'm not really reading too much into the chances in this game. We've seen him miss chances, right? We've seen him miss chances. Even some of his training clips have gone viral, but um, I, I, I believe. I don't know why. I believe in him. <laughs> you, you, are, you have faith. You have faith. I think, yeah, I I think faith. that's that's what you call it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, if 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 you're going, you know, if you play FPL, who are you know, you, you like to favor the XGs, you know, um, um, you know, expected goals, and I'm sure. That Nunez is, is is that kind of guy. He's always getting the chances, and you're just going to bet on it that you know um, sooner or later he puts some away, and you know that's what you want. Your FPL says I think I'm with you, Daniel, especially given that I I don't know which other you know striker can fill in from him for him, given that Gabriel Jesus is also injury. He's no, he's injured. He's injured. He's injured. He's just, yeah, he's injured. Okay, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Might not really be fit and, and, and all that. I don't, I don't know if you have more information on that. Mm, no, not actually. I'll go. I'll go through the press conference. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. So just to round up. Just to round up on Liverpool. Though, um, are you considering? I'm. I'm hearing some. You know, whispers saying the FPL community about the Liverpool defense. Are, are we there yet? Are we there yet? I'm there. I'm there now. And um. For me, for me, right? Yeah. The, temp- the template now, like among very active players, is quite um, obvious. Like, and now I'm looking at it, and I'm at the point of going for a Liverpool defender. I, it's crazy, it's crazy, but but there's a logic to it. There's a logic to it. I right. think. Can, that... can you can you educate us on logic? <laughs> there's a logic to it, but for me, for me, the logic comes in. Let me highlight the points now for my logic. First, I'm not happy with my rank. First, I still I'm still a firm believer that I can't go in the way everybody's going. I can't do that. If I do that, I limit how fast I can rise. And I know that by taking some risk, I can move up quicker, like and I can fall quicker. But I'm willing to take the chance, right? Okay. Now, with the Liverpool defender, they've not been great this season. Liverpool have been terrible defensively. But I want to bank on the the fact that um, they have some of their key players back. They have Thiago back. They have Joel Matip back. Konate had a nice, a very great um, World Cup. And even though he might not be available for the first few weeks, he's been available to help the Liverpool defense. And these are players that we know what they are ceiling with. We know the ceiling of a Trent Alexander. We know the ceiling of Andy Roberts. And now, if I want to take a, a bet on a bet on players that can come as differentials to help me, I think the Liverpool you, you might find there are few better options than Liverpool. So that's that's where I am. And for me to do that, I have to sacrifice. Um, because now the default formation for most is 3-4-3. So I have to sacrifice either a midfielder or a striker. And I'm looking at sacrificing Mitrovic until he's double. Especially because of his his yellow card. His, his yellow cards on four yellow cards. And I don't know. 
and me see how whether he doesn't get a yellow card over the next two, then maybe I'll bring him back for his double. Yeah, I'm on, I'm, 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 yeah. What do you have to say about that? Is that crazy? No, I, I mean, no, it's, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. Now, I'm just looking at Liverpool yeah. and uh, I don't know. They play Aston Villa, um, away, then Leicester, Brentford, Brighton, Chelsea. In that first five, I, I don't know, especially the Liverpool of this season, if we're judging by that. I, I don't think I see too much opportunities for clean sheets. But I get your logic, though. I get your logic, you know. But, but uh, again, counter argument would be, you know, there's, if you're trying too hard to take short calls, FPL can be really, you know, accepted that there's a risk to that and you're willing to take that risk. So I guess it's, it's fine. Okay, okay. I said your trade-off is very interesting. You know, sacrifices that third striker spot for um, your Liverpool defender, so to speak. I think I think that was a very good move. I I was going to ask you before which other defender because then when when, when you're going for a, uh, you know when you say you're going for a Liverpool defender, I was going to ask you which other defender because I'm going to list Cancelo, James, Trippier, and I was going to ask you which one of them do you are you are you having instead you know for your liverpool defender but i'm just going to ask you now are you not going to have one of these three defenders i just scored based on this season's um, performance you can make the argument that uh, that um, either of those three are better than all of those three are better than or i i still stand on the fact that on their day on their day there are few people i don't think any of them reach the ceiling of the Liverpool defense. Except maybe Rhys James. Rhys James has a very high ceiling. Yeah, so if I'm if I'm if I'm banking on the fact that maybe Liverpool there's a Liverpool resurgence, right? I think I yeah. can make a case for, for for having one of them. And actually the way I, I'm probably going to go is uh, I'm probably going if I eventually go with the Liverpool player, I'm going to have like all four of them. So it's more like I'm going back to bigger the back. And although some someone was trying to tell me, um, that's Danny. Danny was trying to tell me earlier today that uh, uh, it's festive period and there are usually goals that I mean, he doesn't think that big that the park is a valid strategy. But I'm looking at where I want to take place, and I'm not seeing. And I, I'm honestly, I'm a, I'm a gambler, and I have to gamble. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess so. But Danny made Danny made a very good point. He made a very good point. You know, I might need. But um, the next, the the next, the next team on our agenda now is Chelsea. And yeah, we, we are talking about this game just now, as if Ibo assets since he's back and he he doesn't get injured anytime soon. But yeah, any other Chelsea, especially in the attack, if the assets comes to your mind, because I'm looking at their fixtures. They have very good fixtures. They also double game in game week. Thing, yeah, although one of the fixtures is Man City, but they have Bournemouth, they have Nottingham Forest as their first two fixtures. Then they have Fulham, they have Crystal Palace. These are very good fixtures. Um, is there any midfielder in, in your radar right now? Um, this is a funny one. Currently, I'm not thinking beyond these games, but I think Mason Mount could be a good child. I think Mr. Mount could be a good shot. But you know, the whole thing with Potter now is that he's very experimental with everything he's doing now. So I, I can't really I can't really say who is going to start. I know Mount, Mount, Mount usually gets me under all these managers, but 
I don't know. I think there are better options. That's why I'm not even going out. I think even if I want to take it midfielder for instance i would prefer to take a punt on maybe a kulusevsky or a james madison over missing mount and that's just me yeah probably mount but um, another one i want to mention is um i think kepa is popular now kepa is popular and james is popular but i what do you think about the defensive double up They've been they've been poor. They've been poor whether on the and even on that potter defensively, even in attack, they've been poor and do you think it's I mean, important? Yeah, I, I guess I guess I guess it's human influences. People are thinking now that um Chua is back, James is back and they probably have you know in their top um defensive options or assets back. So and Potter is not really a bad coach defensively, so they are thinking Chelsea. You know, this is one of the things we are, we are we are talking about now. What, what kind of impact you know the World Cup will have? And Chelsea is one of those teams in Liverpool. You got you you want to be thinking that now that Potter has had time to gel, you know, the team and probably get ideas across, and he can be able to organize and structure his team properly. And traditionally, I defensive team like traditional. People are expecting with the also that of course price price is one of also kepa is like 4.5 4.6 so i guess that that was factored into you know most people's thoughts but um i i, I don't see any problem personally though I, I i might be going for just double up okay in defense okay i don't fancy it could work but another reason why i'm not even considering it's my i think i don't really have plenty money like that so I'll just go very cheaply. So, like cheaper and Kepa, are you talking about Danny Ward now? Ward. Oh. Great, you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I said Ward and Iverson. Okay, Ward and Iverson. Oh, okay, okay. So we are back. We are back to the combo of Ward and Iverson. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess towards the end of um, you know the mid-season, that's towards the end of the game. Leicester really showed a resurgence in their defense, so it's it's a very logical move. Yeah. Although then again, you know, is is that kind of thing where we are thinking should we read too much into those stats? So are you willing to just you know are you, are you willing to bet on it or you just want to go with? I, I'm just good. I think I think um, so far there's no real standard. I was with Pope for a number of weeks and I regretted it. He was getting the clean sheet sometimes, losing this sometimes losing the clean sheet in 98 minutes. He wasn't getting safe points. So no keeper really um, stepped up this season. Except I think Kepa has been good. Kepa has been good. So I get the logic behind Kepa. But World Two, World Two has somehow matched Kepa in that time. So. Let me just get in one and it's cheaper. I actually need more if I can. Yeah, so I'm okay with what I was. Right. Okay, man. Okay. Um. So our next team that that's about Chelsea. Our next team that we'll be looking at is where I think you know for me is is well. Let me just see the next team. Arsenal. Arsenal is our next team, and yeah, they have been high flyers. 
you know before the break you know that's and something tells me i i i fun but something tells me that this break is going to cost them and yeah the gibraltar's injury and all that is not even just that but um how, how much how much do you think Gabriel Jesus injury affects this Arsenal team? It affects us seriously. Um personally, I would say this with uh, as with as much respect as I can, I don't think Nketia feels Gabriel Jesus' boots effectively. I Nketia is still I don't know Nketia Nketia I don't I, first I know Jesus doesn't score too much but all around and everything, I'm just far more comfortable with Gabriel. And except in, we've been linked to a number of them forwards, um, Carlo Mudrik, I think it's primarily a winger, been linked to Joao Felix, who has played as a striker before. I hope we can new, um, can get those guys in by January. Uh, Gabriel is very important to us, and I'm, I'm actually scared, especially. Audio went off a bit on that last part. Oh, I said. I don't know. The audio, yo, the audio is still bad. I can't hear you clearly, bro. <sighs> yeah, what about yeah, now? I heard that. Very clear what? now. Very clear. Yeah, yeah I said. Edin Ketia is a good deputy, but I don't trust him enough. I think losing a Jesus now is really bad for us. Especially we consider the fixtures we have to start um, to start the guys from game. Let me just look out. We have West Ham at home, Brighton away, Newcastle at home, then we have Tottenham, then Manchester United. Like it's. These are very tough fixtures, and I don't think I don't know. In case, I don't know. I don't trust in KTI enough to step up. So I'm hoping that by January we get in and let's let's say Jao Felix on loan for instance to the end of the season. I think that that would be a better deal for us. I would prefer that. Yeah, I don't really. It's going to, it's going to really affect because I'm really scared for Arsenal. Honestly, I'm an Arsenal fan. I'm really scared. I don't know the next couple of games for us. Yeah, and um, as, as regards FPL, though, um, as, as you said, I, I'm looking at going without any Arsenal player in my team. But is, is that so extreme? Would you just mm-hmm. the likes of like Aka Martinelli? Would you see? Be, would you see advice? You want to keep one of them, Saka Martinelli, or even yeah. Ben White? Yeah, I think White is good. It's good value for his price. I think um, with Martinelli, especially, you start to ask yourself questions, right? Like, can't can't you take a chance on someone else? I've not had Martinelli for a long time, right? I've not had Martinelli for a long time, and I, I'm not I'm not sure I'm going back. Actually, since his value has gone up, but Martinelli could still be good, seeing that um, he has played as a striker before. So in case the in case your experiment doesn't work and we're unable to get a striker, he might be the one playing as the nine, for instance. But yeah, I think um, among them, I'll probably only consider Ben White. I'll probably only consider Ben White. Yeah, okay. Um, I think I think that 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 would be that would be a very good opportunity to gain chance because we'll still be on. Uh, 
now players are highly owned and um there's just the opportunity to get to, to um you know um get get an advantage or get points gain points over other people because the fixtures as you said they're too nice and obviously with the whole give race to situation um asna is one you know team or one place where i'm looking at where i can see if i can gain advantage but let's talk about their neighbors you know sports sports week also um but their double gimmick man city um what do you think about sports any you mentioned kulusevsky uh, is that concrete or i just is it just plate or i just I, I think um, with Richarlison, a doubt to injury. I, I think Kulusevski is a switch out. They play better when he's in the team because... Yeah, yeah. I, I, but, but what, what do you make from Kulusevski? Like, you, you, like, you know, in that sports thing, I don't think they attack. They don't give you that much joy in attacking. So, what, what, what do you expect you know, yeah. from picking a Kulusevski, for instance? Your audio, your audio is. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I said that. Um, I have a counter argument in the sense that they still score goals. They hardly, they still score goals, especially um when they play some kind of things. When they are able to hit on the counter, they are very effective on the counter. So I'm not really, I'm not so bothered about that. I'm not so bothered about that. I think that if not for the fact that it's going to be difficult to own Haaland and Kane together, um, except you are sacrificing one of the premium midfield, you are sacrificing the premium midfielder spot. Yeah, Kane too could be a good child. Um, he has been doing well this season, missed that important penalty in the World Cup, but I don't think we can read too much with that. Then another person that is gaining um, people's attention is. Um, Matt Doherty, I think he had three goals in his last two matches. Like, um, sports played, sports have played, I think he has played uh, sports last two matches and he has scored three goals. So, I think he he could he could get the nod over in Martin Royale in the right wing back position. That's another person, he's at 4.6. So, that's another person that could um, come in. Good. Yeah, Kane, Kulusevsky, and um, and um, Doherty, I think they are still good, good shouts. And let me let me show you our fixtures. Brentford, Villa, Swiss, Swiss, Villa, 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 Brentford away, then Villa at home, then Crystal Palace away. I think Brentford, I don't know about the Ivan Tony situation. I don't really know. But I know that Villa might be might still be without Martinez. So that could really um, um, work well for sports attackers. Yeah, a great sport. I don't forgot about Martinez. I mean Martinez and it's very, very key for Villa. So I've been reading Villa as a very difficult fixture all this while, but that Martinez absence might actually prove. I 
I stop you. Yeah, great. Okay, okay. I, I was talking about Emmy Martinez. I said great sport. I, I forgot that he's still, you know, parading with the Argentinian team, mocking Mbappe and that. And he's a very key. So, yeah, that might be very key. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's that about sports. I think Doherty, you, you, you really nailed it on the Doherty and um, Kulusevsky are very good picks if you can put them in your team or factor them in. But let's talk about double game proper now. We've talked about some teams that have, have formed double game already, and Man City is top of those, you know, um, and um, the top of those teams. But yeah, I should just say, if if you're in the FPL community on Twitter, you have to flipping credit. You know, this this is the season. This is his time. So just be following him so that he can, you know, stay ahead of our in terms of double game weeks predictions and all that. But um, according to what Ben Kelly said, Arsenal Everton is seventy-five percent chance of getting moved to double game week twenty. Game week twenty-one, double game week. If if that happens, should we consider our players right now? You know, given that they, they, they might have a double game week, should that be more reason why you should leave at least one Arsenal player in your team? Yeah, I think I think it's a reason enough. It's a reason enough. I think there's a reason enough to to leave at least one. Currently, I have one, but with the way I, with the plan I have to change structure, I might have to sacrifice. I have been white. I have been white now. I might have to get him. Well, yeah, there's reason enough to keep one. Okay, well, I I feel I feel okay. Yeah, yeah, and um, just because I think this is a very important um. Like FPL community between Rashford and Martinelli, who, who who are you having? Who are you advising people to have in the team? Uh, I've had Rashford before it became popular, and even though he didn't really was not consistent, but I'll still stick to Rashford. Well, I think has gone up. You lose him, you lose point four in your value, but. Yeah, now depends on you whether you think it's worth losing the point for. Yeah, but for now I'm I'm on Rashford and I'm okay with Rashford. I'm not really. Uh, let's let's quickly let's quickly touch on United. You know, Fernandez has become um a somewhat popular pick now amongst the FPL community with Ronaldo's absence. Do you buy that um or I think in that is different manager and he might not really be that effective as you was on that way. Fernandez is could be good now. We, we know how well he did when he had penalties especially. You know how well he did. And Manchester United they win a lot of penalties because of um, they have some players like Rashford, like Martial who are who are um, yeah who can win penalties easily. But I think his price point is quite low. I'm not really sold sold on this yet. Okay, so yeah, I think. We'll be heading straight into game week 17 fixtures and captaincy. Um, Greg, please, you have the fixtures. Yeah, I do. Um. Deadline is on 26th of December, which is Boxing Day. 
by 12 o'clock Nigerian time. So the early kickoff is Brentford versus Pulse. Then there's Crystal Palace versus Fulham, Everton versus Wolves, Leicester versus Newcastle, Southampton versus Brighton, Aston Villa versus Liverpool, Arsenal versus West Ham, Chelsea versus Bournemouth, Manchester United versus Nottingham Forest. Um, Chelsea Bournemouth, Manchester United, Nottingham Forest is on Tuesday. Then on Wednesday, we have Leeds versus Manchester City. So, Sammy, quickly, which fixtures are you looking at? Yeah, I mean, the Tottenham fixtures here, which which Christmas goals, I can already see. Um, first on the list, Chelsea Bournemouth, United, Nottingham Forest. Obviously, because um, this thing also won't be available facing this current club and it's not eligible. So, you know, that match strings um, <coughs> goals. And obviously, um, we can't look beyond Leeds Man City and that would be my standout um, pick for the weekend. And Ellen Haaland would definitely be my standout caps. But uh, I won't call it standout though. Caps in <laughs> Yeah, I think um, Haaland, Haaland is very obvious. United game could would give a lot of goals because of the absence of Ginendasi. Yeah, so I guess it's quite um, routine. It's quite routine. Let's see how the goals will come in for the festive period. Um, yeah, just a quick, just a quick one because we, we didn't touch on it. Um, Newcastle Leicester City. We, we didn't talk about Newcastle. Go. Do you think the World Cup impacts Newcastle? Do you think they just picked off from you know, where they left off? Just from where left them. Mm, I think they did enough before the break for us to still trust them. I think um, we just have to go with what we know now. I think they should they should still keep on well. They they look good. They look solid, and I see no reason why we should we should not. Uh, and um, Miguel Amiron is quite popular now. At his price point of five point eight. Um, there are a few, like, I, in fact, I'm not in any option better than him at that price point now. So, Miguel Amiron and Newcastle, I think I, I'll still trust them going forward. Yeah, agreement. So, I, I think Newcastle, they should enough for us to trust them. But yeah, that, that's that about game week. So, moving on to uh, team drafts, but I'm just going to... say great you're going to have to take over from this because I've not touched my FPL since the World Cup <laughs> yeah I opened the RPS today and the website so I did some experiments on the transfers and I saw the players I could afford so what I have now is um, what I've seen in goal with James um, Kieran Trippier Carl Cancelo for now, I have Ben White and Neko Williams. Then in midfield, I have uh, Miguel Amiron, Kevin De Bruyne, Marcus Rashford. Um, debating between Kulusevski and Madison. Then I have Andreas Pereira. And up front, I have um, Darwin Nunes, Ellen Alan, and Kifamo Moore at one point four in the bank. So 1.4 can get me Mitrovic for Kifar Moore, but. Yeah, I want to try and vary it a bit. So I'm debating downgrading for more to a 4.4 or 4.5 um, 
striker and getting um, Andy Robertson, for instance, maybe Andy Robertson for Ben White. Then I'll still debate between Kulusevsky and Madison and maybe Mount. Yeah, but most of the players I've mentioned will be my team. 12, 13 of them. Just wanted to change this. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think I just copy paste that because um, bar three or four, just like you mentioned, I'm sure like 11, 12 should be my team. I mean, that's the state of the game playing also. <laughs> yeah, I mean, bar the 8.0 midfield spot, I think that's still a little bit undecided for me, especially because I don't have any idea who I want to put. I'm not really convinced by any one of them. So. I'll just wait till you know, the final day to make up my mind on that. And um, yeah, I'm also thinking of Martial. I know we didn't mention him when we talk about my United, but yeah, I'm attacking those my United fixtures. I think um, there will be goals, so I'll be doubling on both rush. Uh, yeah, I think that's that about my child team, I should say. Okay. Um... There any other thing to talk about okay yeah we'll talk about the mini league we'll talk about the mini league um we are going to announce the prizes for the mini league and, um, let me just say some of you might have an opportunity to come on the pod if you do well in the mini league we'll announce the prizes on um twitter and on whatsapp so watch out for that um, join our mini league we we'll see the link we we'll see the code and follow all the instructions so you'll be eligible for the prizes when they are available. I guess that's all we have time for. Um, it's good to be yeah, back. right. It's good to be back, bro. It's good to be talking FPO with my main man. Great, you know, I've, yeah. missed, I've missed talking FPO with you, bro. Yeah, so we'll be back in game week 18. Um, having yeah. good start. Bye, guys.